Two girls talking. You know what that means. It's time to talk. What's going on in the world? How about your business? How about your life? Let's talk it out. Two girls talking. Hey guys, it's Ashley. And it's Anna, and we are so excited to have you guys with us today and for our guest. Yes, oh my gosh, I am so excited about our guest today, and you guys are going to be too. So uh, we are joined with by our friend Melissa. She is founder of Melissa Dental Photography, and she is a brand photographer. And let me just tell you, full disclaimer, Melissa is my brand That's right, and she took some beautiful, beautiful photos. With, with it. us. Yeah, with me, yeah if yeah. you've seen our podcast photos... Like, Exactly. That was Melissa. Yeah. And we are so happy to have you here today, Melissa. There's so much. I have so many questions to ask you. So really welcome true. to Two yes. Girls Talk. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm really excited. So let's jump in. Yeah. Let's jump in. How let's do it. you? How did you get your start as a brand strategist and a photographer? Because yeah. sometimes they're, they're separate. And you were yeah, also yeah. a brand photographer, so I feel like yeah. I want to hear about your your path, your journey here. To get here. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because, um, so I, well, kind of like a quick, uh, you know, going backwards in time, um, I actually am not from the area. I was originally from Arizona, and I came here years and years ago, and I started my career as a CPA. <laughs> and okay. so, so, it's so different yeah. than what you yes. left and totally right brain. Yes, and um, I always loved photography. My my uh, father and I were um, we kind of bonded over it. He was a photographer as well, but not like professionally. He just was like a, a you know an amateur, a serious amateur, yeah. right? And so um, I started off my career as a CPA because you know everyone needs a bean counter, and yeah. I thought that's the way <laughs> to like make sure I have some income, right? Yeah. Um, but really, over that whole entire course of time, I still did photography on the side. And I got to the point where I was like, no, I, I really need to be like, I really need to learn this in a professional way. So I went to the Washington School of Photography and I got my certificate there in professional photography. Um, and then about 10 years ago, I started my own business on the side while I still worked my day job. Okay. And, you know, I mean, that was great, except for I always had this dream of just, you know, quitting one day. And um, at that time, I was doing newborn and maternity work. So um, that was fairly easy to do on the side. You know, I could schedule that whenever. Um, and, you know, I just, I got put on a project at work. I think the universe was like trying to push me into like just quitting because right. I got yeah. put on this project that was horrible. It was like super toxic environment. And, you know, it was just unsustainable, the hours and all of that. Marcy Moberg would tell you that you should listen to that voice talking to you. Mm -hmm. and jump. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I had to, I was like, it was like, Oh yeah, I can't keep getting home at three in the morning with my daughter crying. Cause I'm not having dinner with. Right. My yeah, and my we've done that. We've done been that. Going, Where the hell have you been? And all exactly. Yeah. That's why we gave up a steady income to have this glamorous, yeah. glorious. Yeah. That's that we why have right. now. <laughs> yeah, we're, and I share the that's same story right. you have. Exactly. Yes. And that was, then that was just the straw, you know, I was like, all right, fine. And I just, I quit. And then I did the super smart move of also changing my niche at exactly the same time. So okay. super smart. And um, yeah, well, I discovered why did personal. you decide to do that? And why did you change? Well, and what were you doing? And what were you doing before the different, you said you changed niches. So how yeah. So I was doing the maternity and newborn, Okay, right. but I was kind of getting a little burnt out on it. And I was, I was just, 
I don't know, you know, you just get to that point where you feel like maybe this isn't creative enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. You know, it's like kind of the same thing kind of over and over again. I still love that, like photographing little babies. It's cute as heck, but I just was sort of getting like burnout on that and not feeling very uh, creative anymore. And I kind of came across the personal branding totally on a fluke. There's another photographer who was teaching it and I took her course and I was like, oh my God, this like opened up my whole world. And I was thinking, this is much more than just the photography. This is being way more creative. It's totally stretching my technical skills and learning more because I have to be like, uh, you know, I have to be an expert at natural light at, you know, artificial light. I've got to do all of that. Absolutely. Um, And it was just, it was so much more fun and it was using parts of me that I already had been developing over many years in terms of like understanding entrepreneurs, right? And Mm -hmm. like understanding storytelling and figuring out how I could combine all of that into one, you know, thing that I, like a service that I could provide to entrepreneurs to help them build their businesses and build their brand. So it just, for me, it was like the perfect thing. And it just sort of came along right at the right time. And I was like, yeah, I'm just throwing my whole self into this because this is, this feels right for me. I love that. Now, how long have you been doing just brand photography? So two years. Wow. So, you're amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, the pictures are gorgeous. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Have we have Thank one of them down in my, in my uh, foyer. Did you yeah, see it's printed it? out. Yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. All thanks to Melissa. Okay. So, um, I feel like a lot of our listeners are business owners, women, yes. moms. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, when I first launched my business to be very honest, I was not thinking about a personal brand at all. Mm, no. So I'm five years into business and I realized the importance of it. But I'm curious for you, Melissa, like what does what does it mean to have a personal brand as a business owner? Why is it important? Okay. Well, I mean, personal brand is a lot of things. I mean, the main thing that people should be thinking about is that it is about taking control of your reputation. Mm. So, and that is both online and offline. I think sometimes we, we, you know, we're really good about how do we interact with people offline, sure. but we don't think about what it, how we do that online. And so it's really thinking very, very um, intentionally about that. And it's also about building trust. So it's, it like date, like years ago before the internet, like how did you, how did people um, do business? Well, they walked into your store right? And they were able to see you and they were able to interact and see what kind of person you were. And if, if they liked you, if they trust you, they bought from you, right? right? right. Well, they, we don't have that uh, ability anymore. I mean, the internet's been fantastic for us to be like connecting with people much faster, but it, it's definitely an arm's length thing. And so building your, your brand online is allowing you to create that connection and create that trust in a space where you can't actually see people face to face all of the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's about building the trust. It's also about being authentic because I don't know how many people, you know, I'm sure you guys see this all the time online where you're like, is that a person for real? Because oh, sure. they look absolutely. like they're absolutely Especially perfect. With social media. I think social yeah. media, you put your best life out you there. You market yourself yes. on social media. Right. Yes. Exactly. And so you never Whether know. And that's okay. Right. But you also so it's a little bit of a balance because you want to put your best foot forward, of course, because you want to show up as the expert. The other piece of that is people don't connect with perfection. Mm -hmm. They connect with, you know, something a little bit like more real. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, that's interesting because I, one of the things I talk about, not only in my workshop, but in the speeches I give is 
that when it comes to video, it's the same thing. People want to have, video allows you to give a little bit of, of your personality mm -hmm. to show the people out here, you're never going to probably run into three-fourths of them, right? Right. We're looking at your website or looking at this or, you know, a friend of a friend or whatever. But you now have the opportunity with video and a picture to mm -hmm. show a little bit about yourself. The, the example I always give is uh, CPA who talked about how he was, um, he, he, he was a, a Cubs uh, fan from way back in the day before they won in, you know, two years ago or whenever it was. And uh, he's like, so I am long suffering and your taxes do not scare me because I've been a Cubs fan for so long. Yeah. And, I mean, that was just something a little bit yeah. different. And, right. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then people go, oh, I love the Cubs too. Or right. I hate the Cubs. I never want to work with yeah, that guy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> it is. Because now That's you know totally I don't fine. want to work with them. Those are the people I don't want to work with. Right. 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 I mean, yeah, it's, it's also about that. I think people forget, like, we're so, we're so, I don't know, um, uh, ingrained to think I've got to get clients. I've got to get clients. Right. Mm -hmm. And really it's, it's like, yeah, you do, but you got to also repel ones you don't want to work with. So oh that branding that is so true. All that is so true. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a good point. I, mm -hmm. I mean, it, and you know what, it, that's something, and I'll, I have another question for you here in a second, but sure. that's also something Ash and I have talked about that a lot is you're right. When you get started, you take every job or every client who comes to you. Yeah. It's only after you've been through so much angst mm -hmm. and so much stress, and anxiety that you're like, this is not a client I want. I yeah. know you're paying me so much money, but it's really not worth me losing my hair. It's so mm -hmm. important to say no. And deal. yeah, and you and you want your personal brand. Like you do that's like you want to repel them absolutely. before yeah. they even come to you and yes. find you. Yes. Absolutely. Like, and you know, if you do this, yeah, it is yeah. wasting time. You, you know exactly. it's not a right fit. So right. can you give me can you give us for those of us who are just either starting a, a company, um, or, or thinking about starting a company, what are some of your tips for beginning your, your personal brand? All right, so, um, you know, I think there's, there's, it's kind of, it might differ depending on whether you're, you don't even know what kind of business you wanna do versus, oh, I kind of already know what, my, what I'm passionate about and what I wanna do. So right. why don't we start from that place? Because yeah. I, think, I think many people who decide they want to go into business probably have an inkling of what it is that they're interested in doing, right? Yeah, okay. So what I would suggest to anybody that's at that place is the first thing, everything, every single thing about your brand starts from a base point, and that is what problem do you solve? Right, okay, so, right problem do you solve? And, and, and that's hard for people because they'll go, well, I can solve lots of problems. Mm -hmm. right. And you're like, of course you can, but sit down, take out a piece of paper, put like 10 minutes on the clock. I always, this is such a favorite exercise of mine. Put 10 minutes on the clock on a timer and just, I, just brainstorm. What problems do I solve for people? And write every single thing down that you can think of. And when that 10 minutes is over, go back through and say, well, what kind of theme do I see going on here? So to kind of give you an example, you know, I, I can say like I can solve all kinds of problems for people related to photography, right? Or related to actually helping them build their brand. But when it comes right down to it, at the end of the day, my overarching problem that I solve for people is obscurity. 
So they're no longer obscure, like they're no longer hidden from view um, from the world because now we've shown who they are. We've shown them as the expert. We've shown them how they stand out and bringing that, you know, all of those images that they can use in all of their marketing materials and online and all of that makes them visible. Right. So if you think about it that way, that's kind of the basis point. And then after that, there's kind of a few things that you would do. I would say after you've done that, I would also look at yourself and list the values that are, are really important to you, um, the stories or themes of your life. And when I say stories and themes, I'm talking about like, you know, what do you like to do? Um, you know, what kind of family do you have? You know, like, are you a single person? Are you married? Do you have kids? Um, you know, whatever, like the, all of those things. Do you have a dog, you know, yeah, or yeah. a cat or what is it like, or do you like to go, um, like, do you take lots of vacations or do you, are you a homebody? What is it about you that are themes that are connection themes with other people? Like it's the way that you would, if you were going to meet a friend, like why would you, why would you like that person and why would they like you? Mm -hmm. Right. What right. commonalities do you have? Because those things become the connection point between you and your ideal client. So then the next step now that you've got this stuff about you, <laughs> uh -huh. then you go with, okay, like we talked about earlier, who do I want to work with? Right. And you list out the demographics, like where do they live? Are they married? Then what you would need to do after you have all that information about yourself, then you need to start looking at your ideal client. So when we talked about earlier, you want to like define who it is you really want to work with. That's when you're going to be listing out what are the demographics of the person? So are they married, single? you know, kids, no kids, like dog, cat, do they like to go on vacations? What, what are those things? And also the psychographics. So what keeps them up at night? Right, you know, okay. we talked about that problem you solve. Well, what keeps them up at night? What are they, what are they worried about? Where do they want to be in two years or whatever it is? And so think about all of those things. And then you're going to start to have a picture of this person in your head. And then, you know, you can even give that person a name because I think that's helpful too. It seems weird, but no, whenever you that. start, yeah, because whenever you start to later on start developing messaging, you're going to go back and say, you know, hey, um, my ideal client, Ashley Bernardi, she is like this, you know, that kind of thing, right? She's got a lot of energy. Yeah, and so I'm going to write this post for her. And I swear right. to God, when you get that connection between you and your ideal client, it, it makes everything so much easier. It's like the guiding light for you on your messaging, your visuals, right. um, your, you know, your content, all of it. It's really, really smart. I love I that. Know, I know why people like to be with me because I'm cool and so much fun to be with. I know that it's true though. No, I'm yeah. just but no, that's really, that's really, really uh, true because it, and I think that advice can go beyond, you know, photography or whatever, because I, I write, I write uh, blogs mm -hmm. and Sometimes I have a hard time really like focusing. Do I do the 64,000 foot view? Right. You know, or am I really talking to just the people? Because there's a fine line. Yeah. You, know, you want to be able, you don't know who your ideal client is going to be until you really get through some bad clients, you know? Yes. Where you get That's through true. some bad experiences. Mm -hmm. So you need to start broad and then kind of winnow your way down a little bit. Mm -hmm. so, I think you do that. And I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's an ongoing process because yeah. I know that for the most, a good point. but Ash, you know, 
your Nardi has always kind of focused on authors. Yes, but I but to your I have narrowed it down. Okay, I was gonna so say. So like when yeah. I first started, I was like, yes, I'll take you know like not any nonfiction author. Right, right. But now it's like really. I, I, my authors that my ideal author are authors that are moms, authors that are, um, mom CEOs mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that I can relate to that, like that I have personal interest in, mm -hmm. um, yes. I have to read all their books. So health, wellness, right, science, right, right, right. business, but, uh, um, and I, I like, um, a lot of medical stuff too. Sure. Yeah. That's it. And so I, but it used to be a lot broader than that, but now I'm like, I don't do politics. I don't like I yeah. I know stay what I don't do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, and you know that's a good point because sometimes sometimes if you get stuck on who it is I want to work with, going back through and saying all the people you don't want to work with will help you kind of do the mirror image test, you know? Yeah. They go, well, that's if I don't want to work with this person, then then maybe the opposite of that is who I do right, want to work with. Right. Yeah. You know, I was just I'll, I'll, you, I know you have a question real quick. Sometimes, you know, you find out too the types of personalities you do and don't want to work with. Mm -hmm. And sometimes your ideal client on paper, who we want. Yeah. God, that person is not ideal at uh, all. That's yes. exactly right. Yes. And then you're you're just kind of like, okay, let me rethink. Yep. Let me rethink yeah. what I'm doing. Okay. So Melissa, I have a question about personal brand and company brand. Okay. Um, this is something that I've like We've all like we all deal we, with it. Yes. How do we incorporate them? Um, how does a personal brand overlap with your business brand? And this is something I've personally been like, oh, I've got all of my like Ashley Bernardi accounts, then I have Nardi Media, and how do they overlap? What would you advise? Well, okay. So I think that sort of the the if I think about personal brand on a spectrum, which I find I kind of feel like, well, at least let me let me back up and say it's branding that's on a spectrum, right? Okay. So yeah. you can have branding for your company and you should, you know, so for Nardi Media, you, yours is a partnership, yes? Yeah, she's a yeah. 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 Okay, so you have a partnership with, with another person and so that company actually should have its own brand and it does, mm -hmm. but, but you as the face of your business also has a brand because remember I was talking about this reputation thing, yeah. right? Um, and so I, I don't think that your company brand should be necessarily needs to be completely separate because there's elements of your own personality and life and experience and everything that goes into creating that company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but you have to kind of separate yourself because you are, you are not your company and your company isn't you. You're the CEO of your company, right? Yeah, so it, it's kind of like thinking about your brand as separate things is a good thing to do because what is right for your company may not be right for you and vice versa. So, and, and, and let, me, let me back up and say, because I think this is a very, very difficult uh, and, and kind of complex thing to think about. And I'm gonna try to make it easy. I think that what's important about building a personal brand for anyone, and I'm not even just talking about a business owner, like anyone, anyone who's working in a, in a larger company, if you are intentional about, um, about creating your brand in the way that makes sense to you, that's authentically you, that attracts the right audience, attracts the right followers, then you're able to move in whatever place in the world you want to go. And I'm not talking physically, I'm talking, you can physically, but, but also um, just like, let's say you want to move in a different direction in your company and you've built right. a following and people like you and they trust you and they, they're excited to see what you're doing next. 
you can go do that thing and take them along with you. Yeah. It's very powerful. Right, right. Right. And and so many people have done that. I mean, look at all the huge brands out there like Richard Branson and mm -hmm. Oprah and Ellen and all these people. It doesn't matter what they do. People come with them. Yeah. Right. You know, they like they go on for the ride because they love them and they trust them. And it's the same thing if you're a business owner and you can. So and that's another thing. I know people who don't want to do this and they don't and they don't want to build a following and they're, they're not interested. They just want to have the company ahead of them. And that's fine. But just know that the power of being able to pick up and move and get on your feet almost immediately in a different type of business or in a different part of your business is not there for you. You brought up so something that, that I think is interesting because some people don't want to be visible. I did feel right. like that for years, which is why it took me so long um, <laughs> to actually get new branding photos taken. And, and, and there's that fear element of because I really, I, I like being an under the radar publicist. I don't want to be like this flashy publicist with right. a million followers. I don't care about that. Um, mm -hmm. So how do you help people get over that fear of like becoming more visible. It really took a long time for me. And, and I'm still like not there. Like I still well, have this element of uncomfortableness. I think a lot of people, it's hard to get over the vulnerability that mm -hmm. you have to, mm -hmm. to put yourself out there. Even if it's just like, I'll tell you, I have only really been going out and doing speeches and, workshops in the past year and a half couple of years something like mm -hmm. that um because I, I think that you think to yourself i know that i'm good at what i do but what if somebody else in my profession doesn't think I'm? oh good? i think that all the time right yeah. and i think that you have to get past that mm -hmm. in whatever way we've talked about this ash and i have because and if you've listened to the podcast you've heard me you know talk about how i am my own block i i have to pay someone to do something that I know I can do because I don't do it. Mm -hmm. I, I am the block. I have, right. to, I have to remove myself, you know, well, you know, arms and legs, but you know, <laughs> I'm Bob. Yeah. well, I will say that, that that's a very big deal. It's a very big fear. And you know, like I don't have the, so let me just say from my own personal perspective, I don't have a fear of being uh, visible online or, you know, at, a, at an event or something. I, I'll just like be honest, I have a fear of being on stage. Mm. And so I, I go back to that fear and I, it's not that I have not done it before. I have, I, I think there's just a lot of block there for me too. And I think, um, so I kind of, I draw from that and I think about, well, how are other people feeling about doing this online? Same kinds of fears, same kinds of vulner vulnerability. And what has helped me each time I've gotten up to talk in front of people, what's helped me is thinking, Okay, first of all, you are an expert. Now, are you the world's foremost top expert above everyone else in the entire universe? No. Right. That's okay. Yeah. You're an expert yeah. to the people who need you in the audience right now. The people who came to see what you have to say, they don't know what you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? And they're there for help. And yeah. so that's the second piece of this. You're there in service to the people that need you. Mm -hmm. So, So letting go of that I've got to be perfect because there's a perfectionism thing that's in there too right absolutely absolutely let go of it yes. nobody cares that you're perfect again getting back to authenticity this is where that begins right. being, and being able nervous. to be vulnerable yeah that like just even hearing that helps me like switch my mindset to like yeah it's true. when you relate being visible you're you relate it to just 
you're being of service to people. Right. Yeah. You're, you're gonna. I, I am helping you. I am helping Absolutely. you. I love right. It. And if you if you decide, well, I don't want to be visible, then you're actually. And I, and I hate to say it this way because it's kind of like, it's not trying to shame anybody into doing this, by the way, but it sort of feels like that, but I'm not trying to do that. But you are putting your light in, under a bucket, aren't you? Like you're, oh, yeah. everything that you, that you can do for the world and the, the people you can impact, and you're just like, well, I'm too afraid to do that, so I'm just going to like not do it. Right, right. That's how it feels for me. If you, if when I see people that I know can be like, so impactful with the world and then they just go well I just don't I don't want to be visible and then I think right. oh, please just do it you know well, you know that's really interesting that you say that because that all kind of goes back a little bit to branding and a, and your brand actually goes way beyond your photo your yes. headshot your yes. head, that's just a headshot it's not, it's not. Oh, no. I my, my headshot done I do my need branding. a headshot though I but, do so what is what does it new mean what, like what does this mean like branding goes beyond headshots explain mm -hmm. that Oh, okay. Um, well, it's kind of interesting because I have like a very um, close friend of mine. She is um, a photographer, a personal brand photographer in North Carolina. And the way that she sort of succinctly puts it is that your headshot is like the cover of a book. So it might get someone's attention, uh -huh. but the people, people buy the book for the stories inside. They don't buy the book because of the cover. Right? Yeah, I do. I do. So, I do. I do. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you're so That's special, Anna. <laughs> well, it got your attention, right? Right. So, well, maybe the note to illustrators: make good covers. <laughs> well, it, but they, but they really, they do. They, they open the book, they thumb through, and they go, "This seems like a great book." Yeah. Well, that's the same thing with your branding. Like, you can have a, a headshot that's absolutely gorgeous, but it doesn't tell anyone anything about you except for what you look like. So yeah. then, using the branding to to pull out the stories. Um, to pull out what it feels like to work with you, to pull out what the transformation is that your clients will have after working with you, all of that. That's what the difference is. And that's how, when you get, when you have photographs taken of you that are done in this intentional way, that's what will come across. Mm -hmm. and, and that's like, the difference. I love that. And to like expand upon that further and just to give our audience an example is when we did our photos together, we were like, we had five different, scenes. We yeah. were in the mural. Right. We were in Anna's studio. We were doing media training. I had all my books off authors. Yes. I even went to our friend Susan's house yeah. in the kitchen and made stromboli with the kids. Mm -hmm. And it yes. was so, we were truly telling a story of what it's like to work with me. And I love that, that you, yes. you, you captured it. And, um, and I can use that like, yeah, everywhere. Absolutely. Right. And I think, I think the people that are going to come to you, Ashley, are going to know that you're a real person, Yeah. that they can trust you. You're going to attract people who are parents. Yep. Yeah. Because and, then I want those, to. and I want to, want. I want, yes. yes, because here's the thing, like, and I want everyone, my authors to know this. My family comes first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, I'm not going to be working on the weekends. I'm right. Family. Um, and, and I have very, and I've been working hard about putting stronger boundaries in place because right. of that. Um, and I wanted to portray that and you did an excellent job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was so much fun. It was. I mean, I, I, even I had a good time, and I was only involved a little bit. Yeah, you were amazing. <laughs> it was great. Um, so I guess for the next step is, like, when people get their photos taken, and this is something I had asked you a lot, too, um, what do we do with them, right? And, and so what, so it's like, oh, my gosh, we have all these amazing brands. So now where do, where do they go? Now what? Yeah, yeah well, you know, I, the part of that part of that process actually starts before even before the actual shoot because what we're going to do is 
we're going to sit down and talk about all of these themes first, right? And right. at that time, um, a lot of what I do with my clients anyway is that um, I'm going to ask them, well, what kind of content are you going to produce? Where are you going to use, like, where, where do you typically go online? You know, what, um, like, uh, what social media platforms? Do you blog? Do you do this? Whatever. So that we can incorporate that into the, the planning of it. And then, you know, afterwards, like I also sometimes afterwards, if my clients need it, I'll actually meet with them a month later, which we need to meet, by the way, Ashley. (laughs) But I'll meet with them afterwards to say, okay, where have you used them? Which ones have you used? Which haven't you? And and what other, you know, like, let me help you figure that out. Because sometimes it's easier to have someone else talk it through with you. But just to kind of give like a big list, like, like as many as I can kind of throw out there in like 10 seconds, right? Right. Um, you know, if, if you're a podcaster like you guys, you can use it as your podcast art, your episode art. You can use the, these images on your website, in media kits, speaker bios, one sheets, um, profiles on your social media accounts, your blog posts, um, your newsletters, any digital products you create, lead pages, freebies, webinars, sales funnels, book covers, right. magazine articles, you know, uh, even print, like if you have like rack cards or promotional materials that you take to your speaking events or your workshops, um, your business cards. I mean, there's like so many places. These, these are like assets for your business essentially. Absolutely. And that's how you should think of them. And that's how you should use them. I love that. All right. So where can we find more information about you, Melissa? Oh yeah. So that's right. So the first place, the first stop with me is usually to come see what, see my work. And so that's at uh, melissademple.com. And you can also find me um, on Facebook. Melissa Demple, D-E-M-P-L-E.com, correct? Correct, correct, yep. Okay. And you can also find me on, well, I don't really post a lot on my Facebook page because, you know, like organic reach what it is these days, I don't really focus on Facebook, but anyway, I do have a Facebook group, you guys. Yeah. And I know you guys are both part of it. Um, It's called Get Visible, Grow Your Biz. Uh-huh. You can also find me there. And then I'm also on um, Instagram, Melissa Temple Photography. Okay, great. So there's a few places you can look, but I always love it when people come to my website. Love well, it. That's what we'll do. Melissa. I know it's old school, but I love it. Oh, and look her up. She's amazing. That's right. Thank Melissa you guys. Photography.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can find me there, but the best place, if, if you want to make it easy on yourself, just melissademple.com. It'll okay. get you there. melissademple.com. There we yes. go. Awesome. Fabulous. Melissa, you are the best. Yeah. Thank you so oh, thank much you for guys. Her today. pictures we are, are so good. We're so, good. so <laughs> grateful that you take some time out of your day to spend it with Two Girls Talking. That's right. Yay! It was so much fun. We had a great time, too. And thank you, listeners, for coming back week after week. Ashley and I completely appreciate that as yeah, well. Definitely. So we'll see you guys in another two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.